Hey, kids, if you'd like for us to read your story, have your parents email us at thekidventurespodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to share your imaginative, crazy, and funny stories with all of our kid listeners. Now, let's get this podcast party started. Welcome to the Kid Ventures Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Goss, a homeschool dad and author of middle grade fiction, including the series The Traveler's League. I'm passionate about creative writing, and I want to spread that passion to others, especially you kids, through this new podcast where you, the students, the kids, are the stars of the show. So, you ready? Let's go. In each episode, we ask a young author, what is your story? In today's episode, we hear from Ryan from Bethlehem, Georgia. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm 10 years old. Some of the things I like to do are playing Roblox, art, and karate. I hope you like my story. Thanks for listening to the Kid Adventures podcast. If you love middle grade fantasy, you should get a copy of The Timepiece, a book by Nick Goss. The Timepiece is a true middle grade fantasy. It's a fun clean, mysterious, easy read, fit for ages 8 to 12, but its unique storyline and thrilling twists will hook readers of all ages. If your 8 to 12 year old is a fan of Spiderwick, Harry Potter, the BFG, they are sure to enjoy this magical, humorous tale. Go to Amazon right now and get a copy of The Timepiece for just 99 cents. The Timepiece, Book one of the Traveler's League series by Nick Goss. You can find links and details in the show notes. Hey friends, Rayana here. Nick and I are going to talk about what we're reading before we get to today's featured story. Well, I am really excited to talk about Andrew Peterson today. We were already familiar with some of his work in the music industry before we realized he wrote a fantasy series of books for middle grade kids. You're right. Well, so we live in like the Franklin, Tennessee area and Andrew Peterson is a big name in Middle Tennessee when it comes to songwriting. He's been performing in the area and around the country for years now. And even though he wrote this book series that we're talking about today, like 13 years ago, uh, it's really become popular now because they just came out with an animated TV series based on his books, The Wing Feather Saga. Yeah, in 2021, we bought the entire book series for our son Christian, and he devoured all four of the books he did. in a month. <laughs> like in a month, yes. he was done with all four. And they're they're like uh, they're 80 to 90 thousand words. I yeah. mean, they're they're long. So he was yeah, really into the story. Books. He was. I love that he really discovered reading within the past couple of years and has, you know, he'll just disappear in his room and he loves series too, which I think is great because yeah. the Wing Feather series is four books that chronicle the saga of, of the Igabees of the family. Um, so I've only read the first book and I need to read the rest of the series to know the entire redemptive story of the Igabees and their family history. 
I was bawling my eyes out in just the first book because I heard that <laughs> that book four really tugs at your heartstrings. So you'll definitely not find me reading it in public. <laughs> well, I have to admit that when we went to the premiere mm-hmm. of the animated series mm-hmm. and they started playing the music, some of which we were already familiar with, mm-hmm. and I knew that Christian loved the music. So I got a little emotional watching Christian listen to the music yes. that goes along with the book and the animated series we were about to watch. So yes. um, anyway... A lot of the segments we've done for What Are You Reading uh, come from your suggestions for our homeschool community and mm-hmm. book club celebrations. Yeah. Uh, so have you done a party for the Wingfeather Saga yet? Yes, we actually had a party in 2021 after reading the first book, and we decided that we needed to have another party in 2022 after everyone had the opportunity to read the entire series, all four books. And some of the younger kids in our community still haven't finished the series, like Eva May. But um, but Christian, you know, he he and a lot of his friends finished all four books, and they wanted to celebrate again Whoa. with potato soup and maggot loaf. <laughs> we had those at our first party, <laughs> um, and we also we reached out to Andrew Peterson's company to see if we could invite him because we're local. Uh, if he would come and like be our special guest at the party, but his schedule was really booked up with all the animated series coming out yep. and you know all the things that he does. He's besides... busy. I'll forgive him. I'll let it go. I'll <laughs> let it slide this time. Andy, this time. So uh, we were kind of bummed that you know it didn't work out, but we were fortunate that our book club received an invitation to come to the world premiere showing of the first three episodes that you were talking about where we heard the music live and yeah that that yeah. that was an amazing experience uh, i really love how the animated show has brought some of the characters to life yeah. um, i was familiar with a few of them but it was a really fantastic thing to watch it was i loved sitting next to christian at the world premiere and hearing him say things like Oh, that's what the character looks like. Hmm, it's not what I imagined. <laughs> Isn't that always the case when you read a book before you yes, watch the movie? Yes. Well, that's why big... you should watch the movie before you read the book. You should watch the movie before you In read the book? In some cases, yeah. So you have you know what the character looks like when they're talking. Uh, no, I'm a stickler for <laughs> reading the book before I let the kids watch any movie adaptations. Watch the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then read the whole book and watch the rest of the movie as a reward. Okay, I I could go for that. (laughs) So what age do you think kids should be before reading the Wingfeather Saga? So Christian actually started the first book on his own when he was 10, but he didn't really get into it. So I was actually borrowing it from a friend and I said, you know, I'll return it to you. He hasn't finished it, but he just hasn't gotten into it. But then when we planned our party... And we did read book one all the way through as a read aloud for our family. He was hooked. We got the series for him. So he was 12 and he when he devoured them. I would say like between 10 to 14 age range is a great window for the Wingfeather Saga series. Okay. okay. And I know I said, I think you should read the book first. And you were saying maybe you should watch the movie first. In some and, cases. And maybe in this case, some kids might get hooked on reading all of the books after watching a couple episodes of this new animated series. Yep, yep, absolutely. Well, we will link to the Wingfeather website in the show notes so you guys can check out the books and see how to watch the new animated series. And uh, we can't wait to share our featured author with you today. Coming up next...
Now it's time for our featured story. Kid Ventures Podcast proudly presents The Mysteries of New Kid by Ryan. This story was dramatized and adapted for your listening pleasure by me, the narrator. Do you know what a noob is? If you don't, well, most likely you are one. A noob is someone who is new to video gaming and they don't know much. If you don't know how to build a nether portal in Minecraft or maybe where to find the Thunderhelm in Zelda Breath of the Wild, you're probably a noob, but you probably shouldn't feel too bad about it, especially if you're old like me. Kids, go easy on your parents. We're all noobs at something. Some of us were not noobs when we were young. But we are now because we have to spend all of our time doing boring adult stuff. Like making money to pay bills so you can play that Nintendo Switch game that you got for Christmas. Anywho, one time there was this kid that we'll call Noob Kid. And Noob Kid was a noob at everything. He did not understand gaming. But it wasn't just video games he was a noob at. He was always the one losing in one thing or another. Like Monopoly. Or basketball even rock, paper, scissors, which is incredible because there's like a 50% chance that you'll win. But alas, he just couldn't pull it off. Poor noob kid. He was a noob, a big soggy noobinator who drank noobberry soda and ate chicken noob nuggets for dinner. He started a YouTube channel and named it NoobTube. And it got like zero likes and even zero subscribers. Like negative subscribers, that's how bad it was. But one day, Noob Kid went missing. And suddenly, everyone was like, where's Noob Kid? People were so sad that he was gone. And that's a very important thing to understand, kids. People don't love you because you know how to pwn your enemies in Fortnite. They love you because you're you, even if you can't drift in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. When Noob Kid went missing, most people were really worried. They liked him quite a bit and wondered what may have happened to him. Did Noob Kid try to play live-action Frogger across a busy highway on his way to school? Perhaps Noob Kid went swimming alone for the first time. Or took up skydiving. (laughs) Don't want to be a noob at that one for sure. However, some people were suspiciously mumbling and giggling about his disappearance. Two people in particular, and they were roommates. And there was one good kid who knew the two troublemaking roommates. He knew who they were and where they lived. So he went over to their house later that night to investigate. Kind of an undercover type operation, but casual. He came in and started asking questions like, What happened to Noob Kid? Do you know where he is? Is he okay? Well, the no good troublemakers snickered and replied, Don't tell anyone. (laughs) We have him in our basement. Our hero almost gasped out loud, but then he kept his cool and remained undercover and replied, I promise I won't tell anyone. And of course it was a lie because right then he said his goodbyes and ran off to Noob Kid's parents' house right away and told them everything. Early the next morning, Noob Kid's parents, and our hero, snuck quietly over to the no-good troublemaking kidnapper's house. They peeked through the window to see who the jerks were who captured Noob Kid and to see if they were still asleep. And they were lucky. The no-good troublemaking kidnapping hooligans were still asleep. 
So they lockpicked the door. Not our hero, Noob Kid's parents, seriously. They had like skills and stuff. Then they went all stealthy, stealthy ninja mode and snuck into the basement where they found Noob Kid all tied up. They cut his bonds and tiptoed out of the house and they all ran home. When they got home, they asked if Noob Kid was okay and he said, yes, I think so. So they were all very happy and relieved that he was back. Once the no good troublemaking kidnapping hooligan jerks woke up, they discovered that Noob Kid had escaped or had been rescued and they were furious. They looked all around for him. And when they realized that they were wasting good video game time looking for Noob Kid, they gave up. Everyone was happy that Noob Kid was back at home. And the no good troublemaking kidnapping hooligan jerk face roommates were clueless. Because when it comes to troublemaking and kidnapping, they were the noobs. The end. <laughs> Wasn't that a great story, kids? Hey, listen, stick around. We're going to talk to Ryan, the author himself, right after this. Jimmy is a homeschooler. Jimmy loves to tell stories and dreams of being a famous author someday. But poor Jimmy has no idea how to turn his story ideas into an actual book. Don't worry, Jimmy. Nick Goss has a free six-video series on YouTube called Writing Tips for Kids. Ask your parents' permission to subscribe to the KidVentures YouTube channel. There you will find the Writing Tips for Kids videos that will show you all the steps you need to take your ideas and craft them into a book. You'll learn everything you need to know about creating characters and story structure, and even how to come up with great story ideas. Writing Tips for Kids on the Kid Ventures YouTube channel. Ryan, I totally loved your story. That was so fun. How did you come up with the idea for The Mysteries of Noob Kid? Where did that come from? really didn't come from anything. It, it just popped in my head. You know, I hear the word noob quite a bit because my son likes to play a lot of video games and he always calls me a noob because he always destroys me anytime we play together. Do you play video games too? Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite games? Super Smash Bros, Roblox, and Call of Duty. Very cool. Who is your favorite Super Smash Bros. character? Little Mac. You always play as Little Mac? Yes. See, I'm a Kirby guy myself. That is so cool, man. What kind of art do you do? Um, I, I really just like to sketch around. Oh, you like to sketch. That's cool. And how long have you been taking karate? Almost a year now. Ooh, nice. Nice. Have you belted up? Have you leveled up? So far, I'm at my orange belt. Well, man, I really, I, I really enjoyed doing your doing this story. Uh, it was fun. Have you written any other stories, or is this your first one? This is my first one. Man, fantastic! Well, you did a great job. It was really creative, and uh, I hope you'll keep it up, man. Along with your sketching, I hope. Oh, you know what you should do? You should sketch out what Noob Kid looks like. Ah, oh, good idea. Yeah, sketch it out and send it to me, and we'll put it out in the show notes for people to check out. That'd be really cool. Thanks for submitting the story. So we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. That's it for this episode, kids. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast and leave us a good review on iTunes. Also, if you're a parent, we'd love it if you check out our Patreon page and join our community. This is Kid Ventures Podcast. See you next time.